This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you're new to the show, I just want to say right out from the front, this is an educational program. We, we'd like to get you spun up with good questions to ask. So if there's more information that you need on our topic today, feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. Also visit our website at www.taraenolan.com. While you're there, you can definitely go to the radio page because there you can actually check out past shows that we've done. We do lots of educational topics from insurance to IRAs to 401ks, kind of almost you, you think about it, we've done a show about it. <laughs> it's all about educating people and teaching you to ask good questions. While you're there, you can actually subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. So again, please don't hesitate to reach out to Chris and I at 719-210-4242 to set up a face-to-face meeting we can do it virtually or down at the office um, because we love sitting down and helping people kind of get in the driver's seat with their money and feel like they're in control, know how much is enough and if they're on track to get there. So that being said, I was flipping through channels the other day. I have to, I do watch a lot of TV, probably more than I should. <laughs> Back to the Future came on and, you know, it's just a classic. And, and yep. when watch it my imagination just kind of begins to wander and i just wondered like what would i tell myself if i could go back in time you know 88 miles per hour and over 30 years back you know i think hopefully some common sense like in high school like don't worry about fitting in and you know your haircut's going to be fine it'll be okay but i think i would try to give myself plenty of financial advice and you know if you're listening to today I've made financial mistakes. It's kind of one of the things that got me into this business, right? Where you don't get it perfect every time. Right. You, congratulations. <laughs> but it's much more normal to make mistakes. And, and so when I think about like back to the future and that time machine, it occurs to me that many of us, kids and grandkids, it's kind of something of a time machine. So thankfully, you don't have to hit 88 miles an hour to visit them. But you can give your kids and grandkids some financial advice. And that's always hard, right? Because they don't always want to listen, but it <laughs> right. sure is. I always feel like I'm going to make plenty of mistakes. So help me avoid some of them. But, uh, <laughs> but before we jump into that DeLorean and head back in time, I want to chat up Tony, my amazing co-host, who, if I have to say, is the dark brown to my Marty McFly. Ah, the Doc Brown. Uh, Doc Brown, I used to be able to do a great Christopher Lloyd impression. Um, let's see if I can. Great Scott. Uh, something like that. He would say, great Scott, Marty. Uh, that's, that's good. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's not great. But, uh, but yeah, I think that was a great introduction. Uh, thanks for that, Tara. And Back to the Future is one of my favorite movies. Love 
love, love Michael J. Fox. And, and of course, Christopher Lloyd, who played Doc Brown. Just a great movie. Classic Spielberg flick uh, from the 80s. Uh, lots of fun. But this is going to be a fun show. I can already tell. Uh, I've been doing great. How have you been, Tara? Keep Tony, busy. We're living life. And, and, you know, Chris and I, we started like over this past year, this healthy eating program. And I think we're both down like 30 pounds and it feels a lot better. And so now we're actually starting a, a workout program and it's just highly motivational. I remember, you know, we went down to Florida for a couple of years with the horses and you could just see these people in their seventies and eighties who you could see the people who took care of themselves. Yep. And you could see the people that were like hunched over a computer their whole life. Yeah. So, so maybe they made a lot of money, but then this is how they got to spend their, their time in retirement now. was like walking with that hump. So <laughs> yeah, I, I have that visual in my head as my motivation to go. Here's why you want to work out. <laughs> that is good motivation, Tara. That is great motivation. Now, uh, you know, I think this is shaping up to be a great show from what you said. And I think it's an outstanding topic. I mean, uh, Tara, I've often thought about some of the choices I made when I was younger, um, financial and otherwise. And I cringe, right? <laughs> I cringe at some of the choices. Obviously, outside of books and movies, we all know time travel is still impossible, unfortunately. But uh, the notion that our kids and our grandkids are a time machine. They're time machines uh, that help us go back in time. That's really interesting. And I think, you know, when Marty McFly was able to travel through time and see himself and his parents, uh, we can see ourselves in our kids and our grandkids, right? I, absolutely, Tony. And and it's kind of like your job as the older person to try to share some of that knowledge. And to me, this comes really back to like Brene Brown. I'm a big fan of Brene Brown and her talks about vulnerability. And, and I think part of having this conversation is you can't just lecture and just tell people, do this, do this, do this. It's more about having that conversation of it's got to be about the wins and the losses, right? You, you can't just say like, oh, here's all the things that you should do because I know better. You got to <laughs> tell people the, the whys. Right. And, you know, I can just think of like I had a conversation with my brother I was just a captain. He was a lieutenant. And, you know, you don't make any money when you're a lieutenant. And but he had this opportunity to go heli skiing, which is he was up in Alaska and they actually took take him up in a helicopter and they dropped them on the mountain and go skiing. And, and of course, we, you know, we had this long conversation about it. My brother was like, gosh, you know, I'm going to have to put it on the credit card. And but I was just I said, you know, just jump in and take advantage of this. If you need some help to cover down, I'll help you because this is one of those life experiences. And, you know, you may never get a chance to do something like that again. That's so that's true. an example of making that decision. Wow. But but then it's also, but on the other, the other side, but then you got to start saving for that emergency fund and starting to put money into the, the IRAs and, and doing. So it's that balance, right, Tony? Right. It's, so, yeah, it really is a balance. And you talk about balance a lot uh, on the show. And obviously, that's important when it comes to uh, your financial uh, situation and lifestyle, especially in retirement. And as you look back, which we're doing a little bit uh, today, uh, but what's the first piece of financial advice that we can give or talk to young people about? So here's the fir first thing is if you can just start out life just living below your means, and I'm talking like your day-to-day -day stuff. Just, you know, get a good car, but a reliable car. 
And, you know, you don't always have to get the flashiest car. When you're starting out, if you have roommates until you've saved up that down payment for your own place. So, you know, not eating out every single day, cooking more at home. Just if you kind of live your life below your means, and that's what my brother was doing in that sample. And then when he got this amazing opportunity to go hella skiing, he was able to do that because on a day-to-day basis, he kind of lived below his means. And, and Tony, I don't know if you have it in Wisconsin, but we have a term here in Colorado that's a big thing about being house poor. Ah, and yep. there are a lot of people. House poor. Uh, my neighbor, her son worked for the phone company. So he said, you know, there are a lot of these McMansions, these gorgeous houses, and you go into them and a lot of them, they have no furniture or they have like just sheets hanging on the windows because they don't have money for curtains. So these people bought these gorgeous houses and from the outside, it looks amazing, but then they don't have any money to actually live. And, and I was talking to a friend of mine. She's like, yeah, my friend has this beautiful house, but she doesn't even have a couch. (laughs) So it's, it all just comes down to being intentional. And so for the young folks listening out there, if you can just be intentional and live day to day below your means, then that frees you up so that you're going to have, be able to take advantage of some, opportunities but if you've already maxed out and got the most expensive car you can find and the most expensive place to live then you don't have anything left and it it will drive you to make those bad decisions of putting things on the credit card you have to make smart decisions and that's hard when you're young and that's what we're talking about today so we can talk to our kids and our grandkids about this and if there are any young people listening you know 20s and on uh, once you get that first full-time job out of college that's when you need this knowledge. That's when it has to kick in. It's always nice. I mean, for some, it could start before that, uh, but then you have to kick in your first opportunity to contribute to that 401k. So, and I know we're going to talk about that, uh, but you know what? I mean, obviously we're talking about back to the future today, Tara. So I thought I'd play, (laughs) play a little music from the movie. For us, you know, The Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the news from the movie Back to the Future uh, to get us all in the mood. Uh, but Marty McFly in that movie, uh, really, he turned to Doc Brown for advice. Right. And I think uh, and wisdom. And I think, uh, you know, his elder for advice and wisdom. And I think if you know a young person who's struggling uh Work with a financial services professional yourself so you're better able to help them or bring them with you. And if they're in their 20s or over and have a 401k, get them started on that path of working with a financial advisor. Uh, the, the cost is very low. I mean, it's not really even an out-of-pocket cost uh, per se. So I think it's important that people do this. And uh, Tara, you, you know that as well as I do that you got to start when you're young, right? It's, it's any habit you start, the sooner you start that habit, it's, it's a great thing. And like, just for example, like when you're young, you're not making any money, but you'll get promotions along the way. And if you just have it in your head, the habit pattern that, you know, whatever it is, 10% is a nice, easy number that every time you get a new income stream coming in, 10% of that right away just goes to saving for your retirement, then you never miss it, right? Because it was a promotion. And so, but what a lot of us really do though, is we start spending the money before we get it. Yeah. And so if you can just make that mental note to go, oh, wait, 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 I'm going to always for every new income stream, percent of that is just going to go it's it's you're paying yourself first so you're you're not taking you're not denying yourself you're actually taking care of yourself and, and paying yourself first 
and, and, and getting that money to start working for you. And the younger you do it, the, the better it's going to keep working for you. And, and Tony, well, yeah. this isn't, go ahead. Well, I was going to say uh, for me, uh, it's that old adage out of sight, out of mind. Uh, right. And I think I'd be willing to bet a lot of people when they get that first pay raise uh, there, it, it's greeted with a burst of spending. Right. That first full time job you get, you get a pay raise and then you get excited. So you go out and spend money. Uh, and I kick myself when I think about some of the, the crap I was buying when I was 25 or things I was wasting my money on that should have had I put it in a 401k, how much better off I'd be, right? Well, and I've had a couple of my younger clients that come in, Tony, and they say one of the things that makes them feel very relieved and they go, is when they sit down and talk with me and understand how I get paid, that like, oh, I, I was afraid to start investing because I thought I was going to have to be writing you big checks to help me right. plan. And, and that's not the way you know, I run my business. And so, you know, there's, there's investments are just the um, fees are kind of built in it's just yeah. like if you have in a 401k or, you know, your IRA, you don't actually write an extra check. It's just all part of that investment. So it really is, it's about getting the plan and the habit patterns in place and getting it in place early. And, and it's not about that. You're going to have to write big checks, but I think for a lot of people listening, Tony, especially the younger folks, that's a question you should ask is if you're not getting help to plan your finances because you're afraid it's going to cost you us, ask the question because that's a legitimate question for anybody. I wish I could go back to the future and tell my younger self uh, to save more and to do make a lot of different decisions, right? We all, I think, wish that. Uh, well, but you've been, and I would tell my younger self to invest in Facebook and Google. <laughs> right, and Apple, yeah, and a number of, not that we're recommending any event investments no, or giving investments. That's invest, the back to the future self. Investment, but if you could go back in time, yes. Exactly. Uh, nobody has a crystal ball as to what's going to happen in the future, unfortunately, or we would have all invested in those things uh, in the past. And this has been interesting. So what do you have for us next in this new segment? Well, I love this next next segment is talking about money lessons that you must teach your grandchildren. And, ah. and I, I think this really connects because, you know, if you don't allow yourself and your money to be caught up in that latest fad, you know, because sometimes that flavor of the month can have like a very bitter aftertaste. Yeah. And can. it's really, you know, like just go back and look at old pictures of yourself and go, really, I wore those jeans. <laughs> bell, bell bottoms really <laughs> you know when i was a, a cadet at the academy like the punishment was they would make you pull your socks up because at that period of time you wanted your socks pushed down and then i was out at the academy about five years ago and it was the opposite where the, the fashion was to have your socks pulled up and you didn't want to have to push your socks down but it was funny because it was a punishment either way <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know you gotta love it that's so, hilarious. You know, you just if you can, when you when you get the ear of your grandchildren or, or younger people, they're going to listen, you know, talk to them about how it's so easy to be seduced by the expensive cars, you know, the, the trappings yep. of wealth, because, you know, we all go through that period, most of us, where we're pretty poor <laughs> and yeah, you dream true. about that day when you're going to have all the nice stuff. And the key, though, is, is you just don't want to make yourself house poor and car poor so that great. You have a nice car, but you really can't afford to go anywhere. <laughs> right. And, and, and just trying to find that balance. And, yeah. and here's what I would say, like, you know, if a car is really your thing, then get a more modest place to live and get the car, you know, yeah. or but save don't just, up and get, don't the, get car. the car to impress somebody else. No, 
Find that place in yourself where you're centered and you go, okay, I am enough and I am okay. And this is the life that this is what I really want to be able to spend money on. Yeah. Yeah. Don't overcompensate for something by getting a vehicle that's just for flash. Uh, and, And I think it's also critical to make sure that young people in our lives understand that easy access to credit and to credit cards is not the same thing as real wealth. And you've talked about that before on the show, Tara. I mean, to some of us, real wealth comes from, uh, and to most of us, it needs to come from a solid financial strategy, uh, disciplined spending. Uh, You want to maximize your earnings and prioritize security over flash, right? I, absolutely. And it's, it's a, I think it's, it's criminal that, you know, the way these credit cards companies will send out these applications oh. to young kids because uh, you get them in the mail and you're like, well, it must be okay. They wouldn't send it to me if I wasn't qualified. Yeah. If you hit 18, it can start, uh, especially when you start applying for colleges, somehow the credit card companies know and they immediately flood you uh, if you're going to enter college or hit 18 with credit card applications. I have I have an 18-year-old and a 22-year-old, and they get credit card applications in the mail every day. And so it's almost like having the, the sex talk. You need to have the money talk with your kids. You do. You have to. The credit applications and things are going to come at them, and if they don't yep. know to do and how to manage that situation, they can get themselves into a lot of trouble yeah. before they even know it. And then and quickly. Yeah. And, and remember as the parent, you're protecting yourself because he's going to probably have to help clean that up. <laughs> right. Right. So. And, and, and think about this, Tara. I mean, I, I can't even imagine how many people have told you this and how many times I say it even a day. And that's, uh, and a lot of our listeners, I know they're going to uh, relate to me on this. You say, man, if I'd only started saving money when I was in my 20s, how many times have I said that to myself? How many times have you as a financial advisor had people come in and say that? You hear that all the time. And so when you begin saving money early, then you have more opportunity and you can work with a financial services professional to tweak those investment preferences and achieve that balance you need to really maximize your earnings. That's how it's done. Absolutely, Tony. And I love with my younger folks, there's like really simple, even easy, just, you know, even $100 a month, you can get started and and building like a Roth IRA. And and there's investment vehicles that are just very safe and reliable. So you're not going to lose any money, but it can start building that habit pattern and starting small so that, you know, when you start to get a more sizable account, then you can go, hey, you know, I'm probably going to put some of this in the market and, and do some more aggressive growth. So there's, there's, the thing is, is there's, tools out there so that you can start small, but that starting small really starts to pay off. And because time keeps going by. And and when you start little where it's not enough to make a difference in your life, but it it does start to grow for you psychologically, it really feels good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, obviously uh, you need to make sure that you do this. So you'll have the money you need in the future down the road, right? For things like buying a house, that type of thing. Correct. Absolutely. And it's, it's really good. Do you want to start thinking about saving money when you're young? Because there's going to come a point in your life where you're going to be ready to, to buy a house where you're going to be ready to, you know, maybe need a bigger car for your family, where yeah. you're going to want to be able to, to take a vacation. So when you're young in your 20s, you definitely want to start setting some of those financial goals because that's a, a big part of this process, the psychology of it, Tony. I'm talking yeah. about that in my book is 
you have to have some some goals for whatever reason the brain just latches onto it and when you do goal setting it works and you you start when you're young and you want to have those targets because then you start to make those things happen because if you're just out there and just trying to go well i'll just make what i can or even worse is i don't make any money so i'm not even going to try those two things you can kind of spin on that wheel for a while but if you just make some simple a framework and and plan and say okay well i'm gonna you know if i need to save 20 percent down to be able to buy a house in the future here's the thing tony if you get there and you don't want to buy a house you haven't lost anything but you it's all about creating more options for yourself yeah creating opportunity and creating options exactly Mm -hmm. and you know i think it's a great opportunity and to tie into that i'd like to say that would be a great opportunity uh, for uh, those of us who may be a bit older to tell the younger people in our lives uh, about the, you know, how setting goals when we were young helped us uh, use yourself as an example, or uh, let's say you're like me and you didn't set the right goals when you were young, tell them how that affected you later and how much it helped when you did get around to setting goals and how the younger you do it, uh, the more it helps. And I think setting those, uh, you know, goals and having achievable benchmarks that's huge as you say and makes your path a little smoother right absolutely tony and i can just tell you um, in my book writing process i've taken a workshop and there are quite a few people tony in this class that they've kind of they're on their second career so they they did the the corporate and had a job but they they saved and they really planned well and now they're at this point in their life where they're in their 40s 50s and they're saying you know what now I just want this life where I don't have to get up to an alarm clock and I'm going to write a book and I'm going to have this whole different life. And because they did start early and they planned well, now they're being able to really enjoy life. And so for the, for people out there listening, you always want to start planning right away. Now is the best time. The younger you do it, the better, because you don't know what your future is going to look like and you don't know what your future self is going to want to do. And by creating that plan and taking steps, you just keep giving yourself more opportunities because life is just amazing. And there's just cool things out there. And I always think the money itself is not important, but it's the freedom that it gives you to do different things. That's what we're getting at. Yeah. And I think that's huge. That's perfect, Tara. And that's a great point. Now, uh, this has been a great show. And I mean, obviously, Doc Brown's time machine from Back to the Future uh, is unlikely to become a reality. I think that's what you're telling us. So we need to have a plan and a strategy in place now for the future. Uh, So that's good. You can't go back. uh, But uh, you can kind of go back by helping the young people in your life make sure they don't make the same mistakes you may have made. And that is key or learn the lessons, help them learn the lessons younger that it took you, that took me at least. Some of our listeners are in a great shape uh, in, when they were young. Me, it took me time. I'm one of these people who say, I wish I would have known now, uh, uh, known then what I know now, or I wish I would have started saving then instead of, you know, in my four, 30s and 40s or 40s and 50s. So uh, I think that's huge, isn't it? It is, but I would just say that there's a balance to have in there for sure, Tony, because like I was the oldest of six, so there was a lot of kids. And so when we traveled, yep. you know, we went to the airports. We didn't buy food at the airport. We didn't go out to eat a lot. So we did a lot of cooking at home because with six kids, I mean, and not only is it expensive, it's It's just hard trying to corral as a parent, trying to corral (laughs) six kids in a restaurant. But one of the negative things though, I took away from it, Tony was I was like, I didn't understand why we weren't buying the food. So I kind of registered in my head like, Oh, we're too poor. 
And so for me, it was an unhealthy attachment. Like if I am at an airport, I, even now I catch myself or I'll just go buy a coffee or something just because I can. Right. And so, so yeah. if you're going to have these things, make sure you're having the conversation with your kids when you say, you know, we're not going to do that, not because we can't, but we're making a choice not to. And, and here's why, because we were going to have a better family time. We're going to take that money. We're going to go have this experience over here. So don't make sure you don't say, you know, we're just, we're not just living with austerity because yeah. that can have a, a ripple effect. You don't want your kids to have. That is a great point. Uh, have the conversation, let them know why that you make the decisions you do about finances, have financial conversations. Most of us avoid financial conversations like the plague. It's some weird human nature thing, but it's not that hard. And it's so much more helpful if we do, whether it's with our spouse or with our children, it's important. You just illustrated that. That's a great illustration how you didn't do those things and you grew up thinking, well, it's because we're poor. So when you did eventually get money, hey, I'm not poor. I can do all these things now. Uh, right. But that's not necessarily why your parents were doing it. it they were doing it because uh, it was wise and smart and they had a long term vision. So uh, it's not always for the, the same reasons you might think. And you want to be careful. Uh, I just think it's it's smart to be careful. And this, again, is why you work with a financial advisor as well. And so this has been a great conversation so far. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes left. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about uh, today regarding this? Well, Tony, I just you're, you're inspired me to just keep thinking about it is when you're having these conversations with your kids, you know, you want to share the realities, the good and the bad, but then you want to try to find those opportunities to, to let your kids make some decisions and, yeah. and kind of, you know, if you're if you're for the family, something that you'll, you'll support either way, but start to give them that power and say, OK, if here's the money. What do you want to do with it and give them that opportunity to decide? And you'll find that that's really powerful because that will make people feel very responsible. Or I was like, oh, I, I have this money and I can decide as a family, you know, what are we going to do? Are we going to you know, go eat at that really fancy restaurant or maybe we're going to go and get sandwiches and go mini golfing or, you know, they start to go, OK, there's I have this money. Yeah. How many experiences can I pack into this? And so you can actually have fun with this while you're teaching your kids. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like lecture, lecture and, and drudgery and yeah. negative. Yeah. So, so yeah. I would just I encourage it to make it fun and make yeah. it like, yeah. Like it's, we do this show, Tara. It's a fun <laughs> show. And now speaking of that, we're almost out of time. So why don't you let our listeners know uh, about the special offer you have? Well, for today's show, Tony, this is all about uh, for a lot of my clients, I, I end up working with their their kids as they're coming of college age to get sure. them on that right path. So if, if you're in that spot, but Tony, if you're also just starting out and you haven't put your plan together yet, this call, this is your time to sit down with Chris and I. We do a complimentary one-on-one -on -one call to just kind of look and see where you are and where you could be because it's all about that vision for the future. And so Chris and I like to sit down with you. So Tony, the number is 719 2104242 but if you want to look at where you are and where you could be and go oh my gosh how do i get on that path for success that's what chris and i love doing and tony that number is 7192104242 for those folks listening today that just go i want to be in control and i want to have that stability and know i'm going to get there yeah 
That's great. Well, Tara, great show. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care, and we'll talk with you next time. Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.